Hello. Hi, everybody. We happy Coachella weekend. <laughs> it's Coachella this weekend. No? Oh, really? I have yeah. no idea. I have clients for going there right now. People are there. My friends are there too. Um, I don't really know Coachella. I just know that uh, Stroma went there last year. Oh, okay. he was one of the one of the singers, so he's a big deal. That's a big deal. I mean, <laughs> Coachella. I've never. I'm not a festival person because I just don't know who's going to be there. Not even the artists, but just like the people. <laughs> But I also know that it would be super fun if a bunch of people I really cared, like loved, were there. I don't like That'd festivals. That'd be so fun. And I've, I've gone to like a festival before. It was like a Christian one. I've been to music festivals before. I've been to Christian music festival too, but like well, you they're can't awesome. compare it. Yeah, but you can't compare it to. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say secular music festival because like okay, I know it's there's different. more. Uh, the audience is just a lot. There's more different people. Totally, so, that's fair. I've been to one before. I mean, a couple, and I just don't like it. It's so crowded. Uh, sometimes the weather is like so hot, especially here in Austin when you have an ACL and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's like I don't know. And then people do a bunch of things too that are not my my scene personally. Sure. Listen, we're old. We're old couple. It's not that we're old. Just... I feel like we're old, but it's okay. It's just not. It never. It's never been yeah. my thing. I don't. I like to know who's going to be around me at all times, so I can feel safe. To be honest, I like to be comfortable. That's what I like. I can feel safe. I think that's where my thing is. And yeah. I'm like, what if somebody's not safe around me and I'm like in a crowded space and something happens? Mm. I don't, I just like, I like to know how to contain the environment that I'm in. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. So for you, it's for different reasons. Yes. For me, I want to be comfortable and I feel very uncomfortable because of all the elements that I said before. Mm. And for you, it's more safety issue. Yeah. That's why I don't like going to a club. I don't like going to like big crowded spaces. I'm just like, mm, I don't know fully what's happening here. Mm. But like, even like, I, I, for example, um, like church or different things, I've accustomed because like, people are coming for a purpose and so I'm not too worried. But sometimes I still can get jumpy. I don't know if you knew that. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? I can still, I, I can, I still look and I'm, I think, I'm like, what if something happened? Wow. Okay. And so I'll look and see, I'm like, Lord, you protect Nothing's everybody. Nothing's going to happen. I know, but this is just, I'm just letting you know, this is how my mind works. Do you know, I do this. I don't know if you know this. If, um, when I was in school or if I'm in any situation, I will always look to see, what area are we in how close can we get out of here and so sometimes for a reason it seems like you and i and i think it's just how my my brain is looking because i'm feeling a little more like nervous i'm always like dang we're so close to the door which is a good thing and a bad thing a bad thing is something happens we're right there we're the first person we're gonna get <laughs> and oh the good gosh. thing is if something happens in a room we can run out real quick anyway i never think like that but i think also it's because i don't say because you're not from america yes no <laughs> baby it's true there's not that much like problems with that in Belgium. Okay, well, people can still have a knife. Yeah, but come on, it's you. You can run away from a knife. It's still terrorism. You can't really run away from a gun, unfortunately. Yeah, or a bomb. So, or a bomb. Yeah, there. Yeah. Both places have that. Okay. Just saying. I'm you, just saying. You know what I'm talking about. I know. I know what you're talking about. I know you know what I'm talking about too. <laughs> okay. I know. I'm just saying. This is what this is how my mind goes. This is a very random tangent, but. I feel like that's, um, I don't know, I thought I told you this. This is like a thing about me. No, I didn't know. No, I, didn't. I really didn't know. That's funny. Interesting. Listen, well, well, you need to tell me that. I Because it's not something, I don't want to feed it, you know. No, but I want to tell you that everything is fine. Sure. And you will be fine. Typically, I'm calm. But that's why I don't go in spaces that I don't fully, yeah. you know. I, I would feel really uncomfortable to not know. I'm like, what if something happened? Well, this works with our topic. It does. We didn't do it on purpose. I know, but it, this sometimes lets in the Lord. Listen, He knows what He's doing. That's good. We um, actually are talking about a vulnerability today. Yeah. Um, so 
opening up opening up about your deep things beyond our walls but if you haven't seen we have a master class coming out on beyond vulnerability walls. called beyond walls this is our first one we're doing um and just talking about the importance of how to hold space and be vulnerable with your partner yeah. i think a lot of the times we don't do that and we have reasons as to why we're guarded mm -hmm. and the reasons as to why we don't share and sometimes we overshare based on our own insecurities like we do both one or the other but or we um, just don't do it at all exactly because we may not think it's necessary but or we're scared or we're scared exactly and ashamed mm -hmm. there's a lot of reasons yeah <laughs> um but i think that i want to share a little bit about my i have a lot of stories i could share that we both have a lot of stories we could share that could be very vulnerable for us. But um, I know for me, I can still feel this way at times. And I have to really be careful. I have to remind myself, and it was, this happened recently with somebody. Well, I'll mean, I guess I'll mention more later. But when I grew up, when I was growing up, um, we were poor. We didn't have very much money at all. And so the way that I dressed, the way like I didn't do my hair, um i didn't like i just didn't know fully like how to take care of myself and on top of that i just looked not great um and i was a little like i mean i was still carrying a bunch of like baby weight and just like i had a lot of insecurities in my body and i think that when i was around people who i've known like my family i could be myself i didn't think twice about it but i was definitely i was realizing that I was feeling super, super, I, my, my self-esteem wasn't as high as now that I'm thinking about it was. And so I would always be a lot. I was a lot. Like yeah. I was looking back at my Facebook messages, like back in the day, oh my gosh, Facebook, that's crazy that it was even around that time. But mm -hmm. I was looking back to like Facebook messages um, that I sent to people back when I was like, even in, what grade I was in high school, uh, maybe like middle school no maybe maybe it was high school middle school high school or whatever i was looking back at message i sent to them and i was like oh my gosh i was so annoying i was very annoying and i think that's like that's just how i was but i was just i was a lot and i would be because i really wanted people to be my friends and i really want people to like me i would be like i would just send them a bunch of text messages and just be like oh, oh yeah oh. i was like super 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 intense interesting and just i was a lot and so and then, and then if people like didn't want to be your friends or they kind of backed off, I would be like, okay, I was just trying to be cool. And I was trying to do all these things. I was trying so hard to have people like me that I, for a long time, I lost myself. So I didn't know who I was. I had no idea who I was. Um, but I am realizing how sometimes that little girl part of me, that like 12 year old that really just wanted people to like her still comes out now, even when, even in friendships and when I'm in new situations, I feel that anxiety when I really think someone's really cool. I either will be aloof and I'll just be like, I don't care. I just won't mm. really talk to them. And if they want to talk to me, cool. Or if I, if I think we're vibing, I will get really intense and be like, oh my gosh. And I'll like, I'll send them text messages and I'll be like, oh, but don't send too many text messages. And I'm like, oh, but be still, still be chill. Like don't put too many LOLs. Don't put too many emojis. Don't like stop. You're being a lot. You You're being too much. I'm overthinking so much. Um, and it's hard to be myself for a little bit until I'm actually in spaces where mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, we have a one-on-one time where we really get, we really got deep and vulnerable. And I feel like I can feel safe. But I realized that it shows up if for people who I really think are really cool, I can really get in my head very easily in those situations.
Well, you know, what's funny is that you say that, but I, uh, it seems like most of the time, those people, once you get to know those people, those people think you're cool. Which is so, it's just funny. Every time I was like, tell me your first impression. And they're like, oh, I was always so intimidated by you. I was. You know, well, okay. I was. <laughs> yeah. You, I, I, we, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but I, I was. And you know that. I That's thought, funny I, to me. I thought you were like, well, she's like, I thought you were like much older than me for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but Only I think you're it's just older. because of the energy that you were giving out and like you seem to be like so educated and stuff. It's like, wow. oh, wow. She did psychology and then she's going to go to <laughs> Northwestern and you know, it's like, I was like, oh, okay. She's probably, I was, I was, I never thought I was going to like end up with you because I was like, she's like, she's out of my league and I was okay with that. It's so interesting because it, that is true. I will hide, hide behind my intellect. I'll hide behind certain things unintentionally, but I'll hide behind those things in order for people to have an image of me and for them to not even, I'm not even trying, when people say I'm intimidating, that's funny because typically like for that situation, I wasn't even talking to you. So I don't know how you would have thought that. That's so funny to me. Yeah, maybe that's why. Cause you were not talking to me. That's yeah. why I was, I thought you were intimidating. Oh, it's so interesting. Cause I get that often. I'm just like, wow, if you knew who I was, you would never be intimidated by me. Cause I'm not, I'm not an intimidating person. I feel like I'm kind of nerdy and I'm kind of an awkward person, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I think I am. And that's okay. I'm, I'm okay with being weird and awkward, but I'm not like super, super, super weird only with you mm-hmm. because I, I still can get in my head. Like I don't want to scare people off and I don't want to be too much. That's still a thing that comes up for me at times of being too much. And I think that yeah. when I'm actually letting down my walls and actually being myself, I'm realizing how much people really do connect to me and I can actually, I am a safe place for people, but it's super hard for me to feel that people are that way with me at times, just mm-hmm. because I can get so in my head. Mm-hmm. And I remember even for us, when we started dating, I was, oh my gosh, like I was trying to, I, I felt very natural with you, but I remember there were certain things my mom would always tell me like, don't ever fart in front of a guy. Don't ever like this and that, be a lady, be this and do that. And it's like, I want, I was always somebody who I felt like the guys would just see me as a friend. And I'd be so like, um, not, I don't know, not girlfriend material. I don't know. Like, I feel like they all like this super like, sweet, like, oh, she's so nice kind of girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not that way. I'm very loud and very rough. And I feel like I'm just like, this, I don't know. Um, but I remember on one of our dates, I, I don't remember if you, it's so silly, but like you like farted or something in front of me or vice versa. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, and I was like, or I, or I accidentally did it. I think I maybe I accidentally did it. I was so embarrassed. And then you were like, I don't care. And I was like, you like, I want you to do that in front of me. And I was like, ew, that's so weird, but really? And I was like, I remember you just didn't care. And you just let me, you're like, I know that's like letting me be me, me, me farting. No, <laughs> but you just didn't care how I was showing up. And that was very rare for me. I think I'm just like, oh, you're actually not, not like weirded out by those like not perfect parts. Perfect. I could probably have to be perfect all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, for me, it's like, I, I think guys are, are also like more uh, chill than girls when it comes to all that. Like, I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed to put up a front. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I, I was fine being myself. Yeah. Um, but what were moments besides anxiety? What were moments that you had with me or not even with me, just in general with people that you were getting to know or just new friends? Are there times where you feel like you get in your head? I think, yeah, I think sometimes uh, when when people 
um, especially guys when like they talk about how much money they make uh, and the thing where like what they have like oh I bought a house you know things like that and I'm like wow we're like the same age and I'm like I feel so far behind mm -hmm. um, from from where that person is at and I think that's probably when like I get in my head because I, I get insecure because hmm. I can compare myself to them and be like oh I'm not there yet and it feels like it's hard to get there I don't know. sure when you are in your head in those situations what do you do what do I do um, do you like withdraw do you shut down do you kind of like no I subject? just play along hmm. I just pretend that I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. What if, What is it like when it's um, with me? I'm just curious because I think well, with that with you, we, I open up with you. In different situations, that. yeah, that's fair. But in different situations, we can show up differently depending on. Like this is why I think vulnerability is such a powerful tool. I'm not saying we use vulnerability in order to get close to people, not at all. But when that when that part of you, like, I guess for me, I'm I'm always comparing, like, bringing up that that 12 year old part of me that feels very like it's it's like a really insecure and also just really wants people to like her mm -hmm. I can show up in situations where I really want like you know that's when my mm -hmm. walls are up um and I, it sounds like you're saying for you you never you typically don't feel like those walls are up very often with people no um but I think you know it's because also the 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 journey I had a very long journey with vulnerability before I uh came to the U.S. Okay. We're, we're like, because of like things that we've talked about before with like pornography sure. uh, and uh, other things with like performance uh, in, in my, with my relationship with God and stuff like that, because I, I was taught wrong in my old church. That was, you know, a lot of, a lot of things that I felt ashamed of and, and felt guilty. And, and you, the problem with like shame and guilt is that they, they make you want to hold everything in mm. when you should um, open up and and be like uh, yeah be vulnerable uh, about those topics so I you know I had a long journey of like understanding that if I kept those things to myself I would never get better mm. and, I, and I would never heal from all the the wounds I had so I like God was teaching me to like open up, which was hard. It was a hard process because he was like, okay, now I want you to tell this person, I want you to tell this person and this person. And it's like, oh man, okay, really? Like, because I was so scared. And I think that's the problem of why a lot of people are not vulnerable is because they're scared to be judged. Um, they're yeah. scared that people will look at them in a weird way. And that might happen. Uh, but if that happens, then they're just not uh, uh, worth they're not people who are worth being with you or like, you know, yeah. they're not worth your time, uh, your friendship. Like it's, it's not, you don't want to be with people who are not uh, like able to hold space for you. Mm. That's, that's very, very toxic. So. Uh, it's like for, suppressing, yeah. I would say too, because you, if you're with somebody or with people, you feel like you can, they're, they're never going to, you have to be a certain way in order to be accepted. Yeah. You're going to, you're gonna you're just gonna lose yourself so much more and you're gonna feel this weight of oh my gosh i'm always locked up when i'm with mm -hmm. them and you feel like you're just like you know that that situation when this is how i always feel like whenever i'm not i can can't feel like i can be myself it's like that situation where 
like I'm wearing something and I feel really like, oh, I don't, I feel like I'm like, I don't know, I feel like my chest is showing. I feel like this is showing. I'm always in my head. I'm always like, do I need to adjust it? What if people see that I'm adjusting it? What if people are noticing? It's like, I just feel like I can't move. I just feel like I'm stuck. Mm. And I, I feel like that's how I feel whenever I'm in a situation where I can't be vulnerable because it feels like, oh, I'm, I'm so locked up and I feel like you don't really know me and I feel like I can't be myself. I have to be a certain way in order for you to like me. I don't want, that's like too much of a headache, too much of like you're in your head and that's not fun. You're not free. Yeah. And um, I think also like for most of us, we uh, consciously or unconsciously, we try to give out uh, to people around us an idea of um, what we are. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because for me, like by, uh, in those days when I started opening up, I had this front that like I was a good Christian and I was holy and I was kind of like the role model for a lot of uh, youth in my church and stuff like that. And obviously that also added to the the shame and the this desire of like uh, uh, holding things in mm-hmm. because I'm like, I don't want to break that, that picture that people have of me. And... But fortunately, God came and was like, well, I don't care about that picture because I know I know like everything about you. And I want you to actually basically it's kind of funny, but God was like, I, I do want you to like actually have your life align with what you believe you are. So you believe you are uh, someone who's like. Uh, pure and has like a, a good character and like things like that and I do want you to be aligned with that um, so he came and was like hey you need to open up about those things and actually like uh, share to people and, and fortunately those people were trustworthy people and you know they were trustworthy in the sense that they didn't judge me now what they did sure. about what I shared with uh, 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 what I shared yeah that wasn't great because they had false beliefs, um, hmm. but they didn't. I was not judged. Yeah, that's what I mean by like they were able to uh, hold space and be trustworthy for me at that time because they were able to hold space and not be judge- judgmental. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that was that was good. But the more I was like sharing, the more I was open about my my issues the more like I also needed to learn how to like share um, to the the right people. Yeah. Because then I, at some point I started sharing with everybody. Right, right, right. <laughs> that and was then, not good. And you don't even know fully what they're going to do with that information or yeah. if they're safe. You kind of just were doing it just to be completely make that freedom. Yeah, because I, felt, I, felt, I found a new freedom in the sense that like I felt like I was finally able to be be – uh, myself with uh, all my flaws and not feel judged. And I will say that being in BSSM was helpful because a lot of people there are at that point. Mm. And so even though I shared with a lot of them, they also were sharing too because they were also uh, uh, struggling with a lot of things themselves. Yeah. So that felt like a safe space. Um, but then I also learned like, oh, okay, like it's probably not great if I if I start telling someone all the things I go through or I went through uh, before, if it's like the first date or something, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, not because I'm ashamed of it, but just because, well, they're not necessarily like ready for that. And this is not like the 
this is not the bulk of who you are. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I, I did the same for a while. Um, after when I, I remember with my roommates, my incredible roommates, I will talk about often forever, uh, like 13. Hmm. Um, and I remember it was like the first day, these sweet, sweet Swedish girls, I was just sitting, they sat down. And I remember I was like, I don't know, like one of the first couple of days, and I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know why I brought that up. I don't know what context I brought that up, but I just was like, yeah, I used to struggle with masturbation. Like, why did I bring it up? The first? I, it was so random. And they honestly were like, they didn't care. Obviously, they're like, oh, wow, like actually was really cool because I felt like I could be open with you mm -hmm. automatically. I'm like, great. And that worked in my favor. But that was so random. It's like not always appropriate just to just yeah. do that for no reason. And just I think what the kids call it nowadays is like trauma dumping. It's like you kind of like you're just yeah. like dropping your stuff on them. And they didn't even ask I'm like, oh, OK, yeah. thanks for telling me. Why are you telling me that? Um, but I think that which I think you have to be careful. And I this is when we're talking about vulnerability and having a safe space. This would be in a sense of people who you really feel connected and close to and they just don't know things about you because you've been putting up a facade for so long unintentionally but also intentionally because you want them to like you or you don't want to be judged or you want to be seen in a certain way mm -hmm. but how sometimes when we don't see people as human because of their because we're putting up a facade for so long like you can be put someone on a pedestal for so long and then when you see their human hu humanity it actually in my mind you, you're able to like wow I actually see who you are for real and it actually makes me put you in a different view in a higher view because I because you're even more real and honest yes you yes. know instead of being like wow you're so it just feels like you're so perfect I can't relate yeah and if I can't relate I don't this is why it's very hard for me a certain I'm sure all these girls are incredible but if I if I feel like you're just like this perfect girl and you're just like you're just so sweet and have like no flaws I can't relate because I just know that's not me at all and I just feel like you're you're constantly going to be judging me and that's my stuff too but it just feels like oh there's nothing mm -hmm. there's no substance here i don't know what to do with this yeah so i just kind of i just can't relate to that anymore well that's like you that's why you don't like uh, small talk yeah that's very it's, true it's i think small talk you know has a place when, yeah, does, when you start sure. a relationship but i think when you get to when you get older also at some point you're like yeah i don't really have time for small talk anymore yeah i, I want to have meaningful uh relationships with people and that comes through being vulnerable yeah and and being because then it's like okay I've, like you said i like what you said it's like you actually feel like a real person mm -hmm. and i don't like i don't see you just as this 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 person who has like no problem at all right but no you're actually like oh you're actually real you also because I, I think everybody has problems and and it feels good to be able to relate to someone else mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if, if you, because if you're uh, someone who has problems and you never find anybody who has problems as well, and it doesn't even need to be the same as yours necessarily, but just knowing that someone also sometimes has uh, hard times, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's good and it, it makes you uh, relate to them. It exactly. makes you feel like you, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think that's why I love you feeling like you're not alone is the most powerful feeling you can ever feel. Like, I think that that's, that's why so much like we feel so locked up because we're like i'm the only person experiencing this and even if it's just something where i'm feeling so much insecurity mm -hmm. and i feel like no one else is feeling insecure everyone else feels super confident everyone else seems all this stuff i have this fear of being inadequate and i'm around people who are so competent that is a fear of mine yeah. for example and then if you're in spaces where you feel like no one else is feeling that way you feel alone until someone says it you're like oh my gosh i thought i was the only person feeling that way thank you mm -hmm. I, I, you're you're also trying to wing it <laughs> like you know what i mean like you yeah. know you have everything put together all the time 
how powerful is that to be able to know you're not, you can relate to that and feel safe in that space again. Yeah. Um, I just think that it, it, it shows up in so much situations and it doesn't have to be, oh my gosh, I struggle with porn. I struggle with masturbation. It can just be like, every time I walk into new spaces, I always feel like I don't belong. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's that's so human. There's humanity there. And I think a lot of people feel that way. Mm-hmm. And just being like, okay. Or just even with us, we're like, you know, it's like we're starting a business and mm-hmm. it's not easy all the time. Like it's, it's at first you're like, oh, this is exciting and everything. And like everybody, and even for me with my clothes, a lot of people are like, oh, how are your clothes going and stuff? It's like, well, can I be honest with you? Like for most people, I'll tell them, oh, you know, it's an, it's a work in progress, you know, but in reality, it's like, well, I haven't made sales in weeks. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like, that's the reality. And that's, that's like, okay, well, some people will share that with, but others, it's like, I don't really necessarily want to do that, mm-hmm. but we all have, different problems and when i was first uh, uh, becoming vulnerable about like pornography and stuff i started uh sharing with friends and stuff and they started telling me the same thing mm-hmm. and i kind of led the way in my my circle because nobody was talking about that and then i started opening up about it and and they started telling me about it too and we were able to like help each other and hold each other accountable and stuff like that and that was really nice because it's like oh wow this is great like we we we're not alone in this yeah. especially like in the church a lot of people struggle with uh, a lot of like addictions a lot and of stuff different like things that. we because we're humans everywhere yeah. every single place there's humans yeah and i think that if the more we understand that the more we're able to actually see people in that level and not being like because because we perceive people in a higher level we think other people receiving us in that level mm-hmm. and then we feel like we can't fall we can't have a mistake we can't do this yeah. even when it comes to business even when it comes to just life in general just real being like humanity and it of like yeah we're still figuring things out and we have days where it's like wow are we doing the right thing are we not mm-hmm. doing the right thing like that's real and i think that we have to continue reminding ourselves like even like why we're doing what we're doing and why i show up every day and why we do this and why we do that i think that if we're this is why i have a business group i don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I have a business group here in Austin, Texas, just with like, there's like seven of us girls who go to our church. Um, and we all are just started businesses at around the same time. Mm-hmm. This is why I love that group because everyone understands exactly where we're at. Like mm-hmm. we all get the fact that, dang, we have days where we're just like, I don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I have days where it feels really good. And I'm like, wow, I'm on a high. And then it crashes. And it's like, what do we do with that? You yeah. know, it's a, then we can talk about it and be real with it and just be like, to cry together and just be like, give us give direction to each other and just really be able to hold space for each other it's so powerful that group is so sacred mm-hmm. because of how much we've really like been real and open and honest and it's like there's nothing we get to hold we don't we don't hide anything like we've been very very real in that group for real we celebrate big we celebrate everyone and we cry with each other and it's it's so awesome and i think that when you're in space when you ever you have those insecure feelings and you even have friends you can be real that way with or your spouse you can be that way with or your partner it feels just like I may not be able to be fully myself outside these doors, but right when I come into this house, I know I'm all walls can be down. Mm-hmm. I know I, I can do, I can cry and break down. And you're going to come hold me. I know I can be really excited about something. You're not going to be like, okay, chill. You know what I mean? Or you're going to be excited about my big things and you're going to be sad with the sad things, you know, and mm-hmm. to have somebody like that. I will say that sometimes it does require intentionality. It, yeah. Cause, cause sometimes I get excited about things. You get excited about things. And we don't necessarily, or like 
sad about like it doesn't have because vulnerability here like you said it's not just about negative emotions it can also be uh, positive things but sometimes like we we can feel some way and the other person just doesn't relate at all mm-hmm. and in the couple that's when intentionality is so important because that's when you're like oh okay like in this moment i i i need to do my best to connect mm-hmm. with you uh, on that level even though i don't really understand what you're going through it's um it's still important but that's also i guess the other side of the the same coin it's like you have you have this coin you have one side is is how to be vulnerable and then the other side is how to hold space yeah and um but that's that's something that's different and probably can talk into more details about that in a a different episode sure and because there's a lot to say about that too and also we have the master class exactly which is that's why the master class really is for here we're more talking about like our journey and how like vulnerability has been like important for us sure and i think that why we are doing this masterclass is i'm i think i'm realizing how much people are not actually vulnerable with their partners or don't know how to hold space or don't even know how, or don't know how to hold space like both like both and mm-hmm. or, or they can hold space really well but they can't be vulnerable yeah because they they think that's their role and they don't know how to breach that that's pretty common now. too i feel super common because you have like when you talk about like people who are like helpers and stuff like that they're good at holding space but they're not good at opening up mm-hmm mm-hmm I, I would say I feel like it's something that I have to really remember because I'm a therapist. Um, yeah. I definitely hold a, yeah, I'm a therapist. I hold a lot of space for a lot of my friends. And so if they don't ask me or unless something is really brimming up and I'm really, really needing feeling something, I need to just kind of explode. But if they don't ask me, I won't even remember to say. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, well, whatever. And then we would talk about something and then something really connects. And then I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. There's certain friends where it's just like, I, it just comes because I, we've had that connection. But sometimes it's just like, oh yeah, I, can, I hold space for you. And I'm really like, oh my gosh, tell me more about that. I can ask really good questions. That could really be a good holder. Mm-hmm. But I, being vulnerable with friendships at times, I have to remember to do that because I'm just like, oh yeah, they want to know about me too. And I want to be seen too. And that's super important. Just as much as it's important for you to see somebody, you have to be able to let yourself be seen as well. And it's, we flip the coin, as you've mentioned. I can either, I'm really vulnerable, but I don't know how to hold space for you. Or I can hold space for you, but I don't know how to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Or I don't know how to do any of those. And I just kind of like, we have a really good relationship, but we don't actually talk about anything really in depth. They don't really know who I am because I don't really know what to do with that. And that really scares me and they might leave. Like there's so many reasons to why we don't do it. Yeah. But we wanted to do our masterclass because we think it's so... It's it's absolutely essential, yes, for you to be vulnerable and hold space for your partner. And the second mass class that we're going to be doing later on is on conflict um, and how to have effective conflict management and communicating in, in conflict. Yeah, you have to be able to do be be know how to be vulnerable and hold space in order to you to have effective communication in conflict mm-hmm. for sure. That's two sides of the same coin, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably not a coin anymore. It's like a a d- dice <laughs> that's true. like that's a bunch true. of like facets to yeah it. yeah um yeah i mean you know i like to say that nothing good grows in the dark um and that's that's one of the things that the bible teaches us too is that you know there's there's nothing that's like secret that won't be exposed at some point and we see that that's that's a little more dramatic but we also see that a lot with a lot of like uh pastors who 
you find out have like cheated on their wives and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot of um, unspoken things. And even for me, like I can speak about like my parents uh, when they got divorced after their divorce, you know, uh, as I, I was, as I was growing up and they started unfolding things to us, I started to understand like, wow, like maybe this would have been different if you opened up about those mm. things you were frustrated about. Sure. Because they didn't. And yeah. that was the problem. Yeah. Uh, now, obviously, I'm very happy with my life and I'm very happy where, where my parents are happens, at yeah. and, 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 you know, other things, that how things turned out. Because yeah, God, <laughs> God can turn anything into a blessing. Exactly. But, you know, I'm speaking maybe for other couples who are in that process of like maybe thinking about breaking up or because of things that are unspoken in your relationship. Mm. Well, maybe this is why you need to be vulnerable. Yeah. And you need to be able to hold space because it, it's, it, it's not going to lead you like you, it's not fair to like, uh, break a relationship for things that are, have not been, uh, spoken out loud. Mm. Mm. It, it's not, it's not fair. Uh, if you haven't been vulnerable about those things, if you haven't opened up about the things that you're frustrated with, uh, in your relationship, because sometimes it's not even like exterior things, because I feel like maybe we've talked about exterior things, but sometimes it can be things within your relationship that are frustrating you yeah. or making you sad or uncomfortable, whatever. And you don't open up about it because maybe there's so many reasons. You're ashamed. You think this is ridiculous. You shouldn't have to talk about that. Being too much. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, but at the end of the day, like all those are just excuses. And what you need to do is just to be able to open up and share about what's going on. So, you give a chance to your relationship to, to fix what's happening. Hmm. So that's also one of the other uh, important reasons why vulnerability is like so important in the couple. And you should, you should open up, even if it's like something that you do regularly or like you schedule like times where you're vulnerable with each other or whatever, it's really important to do it. I think that would just, I, I really like what you just said of, we end relationships without actually being sometimes we end without really being able to share exactly what's going on and at least give your relationship a chance and give the person a chance to be able to hold the space before you let it go because mm -hmm. if you're frustrated with something obviously if somebody's like crossing your lines and boundaries yeah tell them move on because that's 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 not okay. it's abusive or abusive you don't have a you don't have a conversation like that that's the, that's the line don't tolerate it move on but if it's something where it's like i really feel that i can't you know i can't even feel like i'd be myself with this person is it because of them or is it because of how you're holding back, you know, or if it's just kind of your own stuff of like, I feel like the way that he says this or does this makes me feel really frustrated or makes me feel really hurt. Okay. But have you shared that or have you kind of held it in and then it's built up into resentment and now you just want it, you're ready to leave because of bitterness and of, of unsaid things. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's really helpful for you to give, the only way you can give a relationship a full-on chance is if you've given it all that you can. Yeah. And the only way you can give it all that you can is if you allowed vulnerability to enter into the first place. Yeah. I think lack of vulnerability leads to shame, leads to guilt, leads to bitterness, mm -hmm. anger, yeah. resentment. Yep. And I mean, there's nothing good that comes out of those things, you know? For That's sure. why it's so important to address whatever is going on. Exactly. Because it's, it's like you, you won't be, you know, you won't be able to fix a problem if you don't uh, if you don't see the problem and if you don't admit that there's a problem first. Right. And if the person, once you're vulnerable, 
doesn't accept it or they do judge it or they're like, wow, you're being whatever. Okay. If they can't accept your heart and your vulnerability, then that's not okay. And yeah. I think that that's, that's um, obviously depending on the situation. I, I mean, either way, I think if you're being vulnerable and someone else is just like shut down or whatever, or just kind of like, okay, or doesn't really respond or just thinks it's like, it shuts you down, shuts you down. Uh, that's not okay. I don't even know. I want to say if like, it, be it, it can be, it could be, there's so many factors to it. I want to be like, Oh, you need to leave that person immediately. But also this other person needs to know how to hold space for you. Like you deserve to be able to have everything out on the table and fully no walls up. And for that person to love you and accept you fully, mm -hmm. that's exactly what you deserve. You don't deserve anything less than that. And so don't tolerate any less than what you deserve and what you feel like you actually need. Yeah. Cause you do need that. Yeah. But obviously, you know, sometimes your partner can have a bad day and it doesn't mean that they're always able to like hold space perfectly for you. Um, this should be the exception, not the rule. Yeah, obviously that should be the exception, not the rule. But obviously you, you, you know, you should be able to know your partner enough to know that some, like sometimes they just don't have a good day. Yeah, <laughs> of course. But yeah, yeah. Definitely. So obviously we hope this episode was helpful. Helpful. Um, and something that you're maybe open up something for you of like, eye huh, opening, eye opening. Yes. Of maybe I am not as vulnerable as I thought I was, or maybe I'm not vulnerable at all. And we're not perfect. Okay. Please like we're not, we are not, we're not saying like, even before this, I was, I was talking to her and telling her like how it still requires intentionality to be vulnerable sometimes. And, and, and it's not something that maybe you do. I feel like a lot of couples might do that when, when they start a relationship because they want to get to know each other. And there's like this this uh pleasure of like connecting with someone and you know what i mean mm -hmm. like that's why we see okay love is blind whatever that's why people connect in those pods is because they're actually vulnerable with each other they're crying you know so deep so yeah. but then once they get together maybe that vulnerability is like harder to do because maybe they, they've taken it for granted or they think that maybe they know already all the dark parts of the person or sure. whatever but it still requires intentionality and that's why i was saying like we're not perfect we're yeah. still it's it's still something that we're working on but that doesn't mean that you should stop working on it just because you're not perfect you know what yeah I mean? like you, sure. you need to keep working at it and 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 being better at it mm -hmm. and if it's something at least in this master class we really want to talk about like how to do it different types of one but like it's we're gonna go really really in depth this is like our favorite comp our favorite topic i feel like one we really really value I really, really value one, but I know that you do too. Oh, yeah. Um, and we really want to give you just like a full on blueprint in like specifics on how to do it and how to do it well. Yeah. Um, because it's it's something that's like essential, as we mentioned, for your relationship. So yeah. if this is interesting to you, we will put the link down below, I guess. Yeah, on the link, you'll see it um, for our masterclass on how to sign up. And it will be on first, May 1st. Thank you. Um, I think it's, well, I'm like, it's 2 PM CST mm -hmm. and supposed to, it'll be a 90 minute masterclass. However, if you aren't able to make it, of course, there'll be, there'll be a replay and yeah. you'll be able to get all access to that and all the things, Watch it but anytime you want. it's, it's going to be a really good masterclass and we're really, really excited and it's an affordable price. So if it's something where it's like, you've been wanting to work with us and you're, you're like, Oh, I don't know if there's ways we can, this one will be something you for sure can jump on. I'm yeah. really excited about it. So sign up today it's gonna be great yes it's gonna be fun <laughs> it's gonna be deep mm -hmm. but yeah thank you for uh listening to us again and uh i hope to see you 
next week or we hope that you will listen to us next week <laughs> um have a great rest of your day and yeah thank mm -hmm. you again we love you all bye, bye.